where we are. Hello, I'm Mike Matthews. It's a wonderful Cafe Anyway day. Thank you for joining me. Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. It's FF episode 2582. Mike's Daily Podcast. 2582. How are you? That's excellent. And I hope that you are virulent in doing things like enjoying your day and listening to podcasts and making people say hey what's a podcast oh it's this thing that mike sings about in his song mike's daily podcast that's where we are okay hey once upon a time when i started this show Mike's I was only slightly gray. Daily now I'm really gray. Podcast. But just with a touch of gray. Yeah. Kind of suits you anyway. But in the end, that's okay. It's all right. It's a Grateful Dead song. That song was their only touch of gray. Was their only song to hit the top ten. Did it get to number one? It got close, I think. Well, that's what we do. We talk about things like that. And about stars from TV shows like 21 Jump Street, who you may have heard of, Johnny Depp. Apparently, he has found bliss a little over 5,000 miles away from Hollywood. Yes, he is enjoying life away from the spotlight in the English countryside. Doesn't he also have an island? He is now almost 60. And he says, I just love places with character. I have various houses and various places. They all mean something special to me. Oh, what a tough life he has. I don't have them just to say I own them. I have them for use and because they are a bit special. He bought a sprawling 12-bedroom, 8-bathroom estate in Somerset for $16 million dollars. In 2014 He says I'm a true I'm a shy person That's one of the great things about Britain And especially And here's today's podcast picture Somerset I can just be me And that's nice Well not all of us can live in Somerset Some of us live in the Bay Area And near Hayward Is where I took this picture You can see it at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com It's in the Hayward Hills Just above the I guess if you You could walk straight up the hill and get to this place from the South Hayward Bart. So I guess technically we're in South Hayward. And it's a beautiful picture. The the hills are so green. And the late great Basil the Boxer and I used to walk amongst these green hills. And he was not the biggest Johnny Depp fan. So sorry I brought it up, Basil. Johnny Depp. He also, Johnny, enjoyed living in the quiet English countryside. Uh, the, the outlets The What the How is this even written <laughs> Oh It says Johnny Depp's mansion Which is described As a great manor house Has 850 acres Of land Okay Excellent And if you go to Disneyland You see a Resemblance An animatronic version Of him Which I wouldn't exactly like To be Completely Always I'm old I'm old I'm getting older I'm getting gray And my animatronic Stays the same Stays You know Whatever However Old 
Johnny Depp was when he did the Captain Jack Sparrow character. How old? He probably was in his 40s. So as he gets into his 60s, that Johnny Depp will stay the same. And then he'll get older and older. He'll be the Oscar Wilde book. The Dorian Gray. There you go. And just get older. But I mean... Maybe if the animatronic got older, that's how that would work with the Dorian Gray. Whereas Johnny Depp would never age and the animatronic would get older. I don't know. Some of these celebrities, some of these people that don't age, you wonder about that. Maybe a little bit. Someone who kind of looks the same as he did, oh, when he was president, Donald Trump, has warned about the potential for death and destruction. And there might be a list of reasons why he looks the same as he did Back in 2016 Whoever it is that puts that Stuff on his skin and in his hair I don't know who that is That's enough, put down the mic But if this whole president thing doesn't work out for him He could probably start selling that online Along with his non-fungible tokens And non-fungible Whatever the heck he does With the non-fungibles Didn't he do something with that? Well that'll be if he That's a whole new world that I won't tell you about yet Because We'll get to that at some point But he has warned about the potential for death and destruction As part of the Stormy Daniels hush money investigation In a post on Truth Truth Social Which is the other thing he kicked off After his presidency He denied any wrongdoing While hitting out at Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg Amid strong indications that a potential historic arrest is coming It was supposed to happen on Tuesday And last weekend, he called on his supporters to protest his apparent upcoming arrest, which he claimed was going to happen then. On Tuesday, the arrest never occurred, but Democrats accused the former president of attempting to rile up his supporters to carry out violence should he be arraigned in New York. Trump has alluded to violence again in another social media post as a grand jury that has been hearing evidence as part of Bragg's investigation is expected to vote on whether to indict the former president sometime next week. And he wrote something about like what kind of person could charge another person. In this case, a former president of the United States who got more votes than the Okay, you get it. You, you know what it's basically going to say. Why should I read it? Why should those words come out of my mouth? Well, he has frequently attacked Bragg and his investigation amid suggestions. The former president is due to be indicted over allegations that a $130,000, that the $130,000 he arranged his former attorney, Michael Cohen, to pay Stormy Daniels as we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast, somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth, to pay her to keep an alleged affair the adult film star and Trump had secret before the 2016 election amounted to campaign violation. The prosecutors are also looking into whether the Trump organization falsified any records when Michael Cohen was reimbursed for the money, which was listed by the company as legal fees. In a further social media post, Trump accused Bragg of being a Soros-backed animal. Getting money from George Soros Republicans like to pull out George Soros That boogeyman That's scary Oh no 
because he's a Jewish billionaire philanthropist, which critics argue when uh, Trump or any Republican says that that is actually an anti-Semitic dog whistle. Trump added, this is no legal system, this is the Gestapo, this is Russia and China, but worse, disgraceful. So, Michael Cohen, meanwhile, he was also, wasn't he also indicted for something? I don't, shoot, that link did not take me to the answer that I wanted. Hang on. This microphone is miles away from the computer that will give me answers to the question that I just asked. Let's see. Because he ran for president at one time, or he was thinking about being the Democrat uh, uh, politics. He volunteered for the 1988 presidential campaign of Michael Dukakis. He unsuccessfully ran as a Republican for New York City Council in 2003. In 2018, he re-registered as a Democrat in an effort to distance himself from the values of the current administration. Okay. And then he had a, good Lord, he's got a, the FBI investigated him. New York's investigating him uh, because let's see congressional investigations into him well let's just say the Wikipedia page is a mess it's a mess it's a mess and it's uh, let's see he married Laura, Laura Schusterman in 1994 Okay Ah After several scheduling delays Cohen testified before three congressional committees In late February In 2019 He testified for more than seven hours He gave 10 hours of public televised testimony before the House Oversight Committee during which he described Trump as a racist and a con man. Okay. And he said he had found a hard drive with 14 million documents, many of which were personal, but some of which might be relevant in the charges. He later said it took 26 people to go through my 14 million documents literally around the clock because the judge demanded that it was done within 45 days. It was Michael Avenatti that I was thinking of, not Michael Cohen. He did a... Well, he said that he would run for president on the Democrat ticket in 2018. And then some domestic charges were filed against him, which turned out to be untrue, according to Wikipedia. And he ended up not running for president. Maybe he canceled his run because of that, but... Got that article about Donald Trump from Newsweek on MSN. You might be in the future. Well, you are in the future if you're listening to this. And you might know about everything that this is all referring to. And you know the answers. You know the outcome. So you are really special. And so you know more than me. And I bet that's fascinating. But here's what I do know. Is that there's a stunning lineup of five planets in the sky. Parade.
Planetary Parade is what they're calling it. It includes Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Uranus. That's how you have to say it, because you get in trouble if you don't say it that way. Uranus. And it's actually happening on Tuesday evening, just after sunset. Much of the display will become visible on Friday here at the end of March and continue to be so over the next couple of weeks. Alignments such as this one appear every few years or so. Much of it will be visible to the naked eye, even with all the light pollution that we have in the cities. Early Alzheimer's disease could be diagnosed through eye exams. A study has come out with this, according to Fox News on MSN. Researchers have found that the human eye can show early signals of this common form of dementia long before symptoms become apparent. This was with researchers at Cedars Sinai Medical Center in LA. The researchers analyzed human eyes and brain tissue from 86 deceased patients who had been diagnosed with either Alzheimer's disease or mild cognitive impairment before they died. The researchers also compared samples from people who had normal cognitive function to those who had early stages, early stage symptoms and to those who had late stage Alzheimer's. The retinas on the patients with mild cognitive impairment and Alzheimer's disease, researchers found, had an excess amount of amblyoid beta-42, which is a protein that forms the plaques that build up in the brains of people with Alzheimer's. Also, the retinas contain cells called microglia, which are also associated with progression of disease. So these highly toxic proteins in the retinas of patients, this could cause severe degenerative cells and they were also detected in patients who did not display any cognitive decline or had only very mild signs indicating that retina tests could help enable early diagnosis. This apparently is the most comprehensive analysis of the human retina in terms of how it relates to the brains and cognitive functions of Alzheimer's patients. It's interesting too I caught this on YouTube, it was through Vox, and it was about how the eyeballs of people has changed over the years because we're inside more and we don't get the full intensity of sunlight and our eyes need that apparently. As we're growing, when we're young kids, we need all that sunlight in our eyes because otherwise our eyes start to stretch in a way like where the front of the eye is protruding forward is the way it was described and that causes the light uh, that causes blurriness and that's why more people need glasses now than in years previous and it's it all goes back to as kids we didn't get enough sunlight Well, kids today are getting even less sunlight than we did because kids are more inside, they're playing video games, they're on their TikTok and all that fun stuff. So, as you get older, it doesn't help. The older you get, because you're really not seeing that much sunlight if you've got an office job, you're not going outside that much. So apparently all that sunlight is good. That is according to the Vox 
um, story that I saw on YouTube. There was some kid who does this sort of thing where he he asks questions like, why is it that more people turn on subtitles now? Even young people watch movies and TV shows with subtitles. It's because actors mumble more. Because actors and directors are all, hey, we got these super microphones. We don't really need to enunciate because people can hear us much better than they used to. Well, not necessarily. It's it still helps to be able to enunciate and not just mumble every words around the whole time. And then there is a case of deadly fungus confirmed in Hawaii, amid concern of a rapid spread in the U.S. A concern of potentially deadly fungus spreading rapidly through healthcare facilities. The State Department of Hawaii confirmed yesterday that Hawaii had one confirmed case of what is called Candida auris. The patient was first diagnosed in September 2022 and had acquired it in another state. A thorough investigation at the outpatient clinic where the patient was diagnosed did not find any evidence of hospital or healthcare facility spread. This according to Honolulu, uh, the TV station there, KHNL. The fungus, also known as C. auris, is a form of yeast and can cause severe illness in those with weakened immune systems. In some patients, the yeast can enter the bloodstream and spread throughout the body, causing invasive infections. The CDC warned that C. auris, which is multi-drug resistant, has been rising at an alarming rate since it was first reported in the U.S. Cases in the U.S. have tripled over three Years and more than half of states have now reported it. It was first detected in 2009 in Japan. The first U.S. case was actually 10 years ago, but wasn't actually reported till 2016. And it says here, the amount of time it takes to recover from CRS infection depends on the the severity uh, let's see they will you antifungal medication is what they will use to treat it doctors prescribe a class of medications called uh, echinocandins however some CRS infections are resistant to all forms of antifungal medication including echinocandins when this occurs, doctors prescribe high doses of multiple antifungal medication. There are no natural or at-home treatments for this type of fungal infection. And the CDC recommends private hospital rooms. If no private rooms are available, the CDC advises that the room sharing with other people with CRS or similar multi-drug resistant organism infections is the best option. Extra cleaning and staffing precautions are advised when patients share rooms. If the person lives in a nursing facility or similar residential medical setting, the CDC advises indefinite isolation. The amount of time it takes to recover from it depends on the severity of the infection and the response to treatment. And 
Japan, it is currently unknown how long people can remain colonized by CR, as some people have been observed to still be colonized several months after the infection was resolved. Healthy people rarely develop CRS infections. It can be fatal if it enters the bloodstream. Most fatal cases develop in people who are hospitalized and already have a life-threatening condition. The CDC is watching for new outbreaks of CRS infections, but infections are relatively rare. You can take standard infection precautions to help reduce the risk of CRS infection. This includes frequent hand washing. That is something, didn't we learn that with COVID? Do not share towels, washcloths, utensils, toiletries, or other items that come in close contact with your body. It's also a good idea to always keep any wounds clean and covered. That according to Healthline.com. And then finally, the joys of aging. (laughs) Hopefully we all get old. And I got this from a friend of my mom's. Who my mom passed away last year But I was able to get in contact With this lady who used to go to Lunch with my mom Occasionally And would always send my mom these crazy emails That had funny things in them Like this And so now I get the emails I feel very honored This is from Winky I can't believe I forgot to go to the gym today That's seven years in a row now I choked on a carrot this afternoon and all I could think of was, I bet a donut wouldn't have done this to me. Being a little older, I'm very fortunate to have someone call and check on me every day. He's from India and is very concerned about my car warranty. I accidentally wore a red shirt to Target today and long story short, I'm covering for Debbie this weekend. One thing no one ever talks about when it comes to being an adult is how much time we debate keeping a cardboard box because it's, you know, a really good box. (laughs) I don't understand that one. I kind of do, I think, I don't know. But I don't know, I used to use TikTok, but I can write in cursive, do long division, and tell time on clocks with hands. So there's that. (laughs) I don't get that one either. My superpower is holding on to junk for years and throwing it away a week before I need it. When I say the other day, I could be referring, be referring to any time between yesterday and 15 years ago. My kids laugh because they think I'm crazy. I laugh because they don't know it's hereditary. Billion dollar idea, a smoke detector that shuts off when I yell, I'm just cooking. I saw a store that has a sign that reads, we treat you like family. Yep, I'm not going there again. I spend a lot of time holding the refrigerator door open, looking for answers. I may not have lost all my marbles yet, but there is a small hole in the bag somewhere. Alright, one more. We'll just do a random, we'll just pick whatever, random whatever one. Let's do this one. I like to make lists. I also like to leave them out laying on the kitchen counter and then guess what's on the list while I'm at the store. Fun game. You can just put it in your phone now. Fantastic. Well, those were great. Thank you, Winky. Always a pleasure. We're outside a cafe anyway. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The last place on earth. And I'm I'm saving that email. 
Because there were a lot more funny ones Maybe I'll read them on the next podcast Look who's here Hello McMatthews It's Jelly Too hard to give Josh a riser Look who's here Ha! It's Benita the Brodeo Queen Ha! Yeah! I brought my horse today That's a disgruntled player Tell you what What? That Michael Cohen and Michael Avenatti, I don't trust either of those Michaels. The only Michael I trust is Michael McDonald. What a fool believes. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, I make the least stupid handsome right now. Thank you. I could sure use some. Mm. Oh, my gosh, that's great. Please don't tell me there's fungus in it. Yeah, there's no fungus in it. Oh, boy, drink it right now. Cut you. Good. We don't want any fungus among us. Now it is exciting to tell you that I'm bringing you the segment called the Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. Yes, we're going to play a couple songs that I got recently. People send to me. They're so kind. I mean, they don't have to. I mean, they really don't. But I mean, they did. So I'm going to play them for you. You tell me which one you like best, like you always do. Because whenever I ask you to do this, you just very reliably do help me. Wow, 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 Sometimes. UK Experimental Trio Go Go Penguin. They have a new single called Parasite. Shall we listen to it? I don't know. Let's see if it lets me. Oh, here we go. Tell me what you think of this song. Oh, very nice. Little piano type thing. Okay, that's Go Go Penguin. Do you like that one? Or do you like, oh. Zach Rosen's posthumous LP tribute concert's been announced. Um, there is so Zachary Golub Rosen suffered with schizophrenia and the effects of medications meant to treat the illness during the last years of his life. He died by suicide in 2019 at the age of 30. He grew up in Upper Manhattan, attended Fieldstone High School. He earned a BA in philosophy at Wesleyan University. He was an exceptional acoustic and electric bass player and is credited on more than a dozen albums. Schizophrenia did not give Zach the gift of music. It tried to steal it from him. His life was destroyed by a disease he was unable to acknowledge. The shame, stigma, and fear of it made him choose to battle alone until it was too late to stop the progression. While there are glimpses into Zach's eternal internal battle in the lyrics of some of his songs, to attribute his creativity to his illness sells him short as a writer, an artist, a man. And there is going to be a tribute concert to him May 5th at Rockwood Music Hall. Here is a little bit of one of his songs called All In Time. You can find this on YouTube. And that is from, I got that from Forcefield. They send me a lot of stuff. They're a PR firm and they, they talk a lot about different people. 
In fact, they also told me about someone named Burns Bright. The Autumn Blaze Maple Tree, famous as music in Nashville, is a fast grower. The sweeping vantage points of photo ops Burns Bright belongs to first the quiet and that, okay, photo ops is what they're calling this here. I'm going to play you. This is called Stand in the Shadows. A little bit of that. The album is called Burns Bright. It's been a long time. Okay, I gotta stop there or I'll get dinged. Okay, and one more song here in the Mike Matthews New Tunes feud, and then you can email me or call me and let me know which one you like best. Let's see, Sierra, O'Shawn Barna. That I've gotten stuff from them as well. Let's see. This is called Disco Nap. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Tell me which one you like best. You can call me at 510-228-4640. And you can also email me with all that information. It's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.